Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deanna Minnick. Welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast, where we explore how you can get some more color, creativity, and healing in your everyday life. We get to look at the spectrum of eating, living, feeling, and creating that you're all about. So let's dive into the inspiration and information rainbow that awaits us. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deanna. Welcome back to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing Jody Cohen. Jody is quite remarkable. In fact, I've had the opportunity to meet her even outside of this podcast to know a little bit more about what she does and her approach to things like nutrition and essential oils. And in fact, she has taken both nutritional therapy and aromatherapy and married them together into her vibrant blue oils, which are system-based oils to get at the root causes of various symptoms or conditions, things that we struggle with. So listen in to what she talks about regarding the physical application of oils as well as the energetics of oil and really what they're about in terms of the, the alchemy. What is the blueprint in nature that we're after in order to restore balance and harmony in the body? And you also hear some practical tips about things like balancing the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems. We're going to talk a little bit about histamine and mold. So stay tuned. I think you'll be inspired and well-informed as to how to really explore and start to dive into essential oils. Take a listen. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deanna Minnick. Welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Jody Cohen. So Jody is an expert in all things essential oils, I would say, based on what I know about Jody and her extensive work. And she's got a book on the topic. We're going to really, I would say, dive into the energetics of oils, which I think she is expert in. So welcome, Jody. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I've been waiting for this this podcast to happen for some time, actually. So as I do with all of my guests, I want to know a very important thing about you, and that is, what is your favorite color? At least at this time, this day, this moment, what is your favorite color? My favorite color has always been purple from as far back as I can remember my whole life. And kind of the... Um, you know, just like a straight, like a, uh, I'm tra- like a plum purple or a lavender or any no, particular. The, the brightest royal purple you can like bright, vibrant, happy purple. And what that says to me, you know, especially within the seven systems of health that I use and um, have that as an operating system, which were based originally in the chakras, is I associate that purple, that blue purple color, that rich violet color with things that are really connected to our intuition. And that makes sense mm-hmm. for you, especially, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's funny. I remember my grandmother getting me a purple sleeping bag when I was four and it being like my, I seriously slept with the sleeping bag on top of my bed, I think for a year. It was my favorite thing. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I can see. And, and also, I know, right? you look good in purple, too. I, I've seen you in that kind of blue, purple, that indigo color. So, yeah, there's something for you in that. Thank you. Yeah, it just makes me happy. I think it's a high vibration color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Jody, how did you, you know, that one of the things I know you for is truly your intuition and the fact that you are a nutritional therapy practitioner, you are into essential oils, and you have your own line of oils as well. Right. And in fact, the bottles of your oils are this beautiful blue color, kind of bordering on purple, actually. Kind of, they're kind of blue-purple, actually. So how did you even get into essential oils? What was your journey? What was your path to do that? Um, it, it, it kind of came into my life in, you know, it's, it's like the person you can't ignore in the room. Um, I, I was married to a very sweet man who suffered from pretty severe bipolar depression. And I, it, it presented after we had children and I really didn't know what to do. So I just kept trying to support him the best I knew how. Um, which was getting harder and harder. It was like being in the frog with the boiling water. And uh, it finally became obvious that he needed to be hospitalized in a residential treatment facility. Um, And the moment that he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him safe, I totally fell apart, like to the point where I could barely get out of bed. Um, Our children were little and they needed me. So of course, you know, you get up for your kids and you make them breakfast and you pack their lunch and you get them to school. And then it took every ounce to do anything else. All I wanted to do was crawl back into bed or just watch stupid television. But, you know, obviously um, I was a single parent at that point and they needed me. And I was trying everything I could think of. I was changing my diet. I was taking all the supplements that used to support me and work. I was trying adaptogenic herbs. I I was basically trying anything. Um, And the reason I I wasn't trying uh, pharmaceutical drugs was because after my second child was born, they put me on, um, uh, it was lorazepam. It was supposed to be for postpartum depression, but it made me slightly psychotic. And so that was the only time I'd ever tried pharmaceutical drugs. And it was such a, Um, memorable and not positive experience that I knew that wasn't the right fit for me. But fortunately, one day friends showed up with essential oils, this huge box, and they said, these are going to help you. And I was so open to anything. I'm like, great, how do I use them? And they, I'll never forget this, kind of said, you know what, you're really smart and you're really intuitive. We're just going to let you figure it out. And they left. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, but it was, it was okay because, um, you know, I was so adrenally exhausted that even like trying to be a good host to people was a lot for me. So I wasn't really craving um, people at that point. And I remember sitting there and thinking, well, gosh, you know, I test supplements all day long on other people and I know it's my adrenals. So maybe I can just test this box and see if I can find a remedy for my adrenals. And um, now, Jody, when you say test, can you explain yeah. a little bit more what you're implying by that? Absolutely. So Dietrich Klinghart, who's one of my mentors and and frankly, my heroes, has kind of figured out that um, a lot of what we're trying to do in natural medicine is bring the body into balance and mostly the the nervous system into balance. It's a little bit like, um, you know, when, when there is a traffic jam on the freeway, it's often because one or more lanes are closed and the minute, you know, the accident is cleared or the construction is cleared, things tend to flow better. So it's just the idea of kind of getting 
the obstacles of the nervous system out of the way. So he's developed a system of um, asking the body. It's, it's called muscle testing. Um, there are a lot of names for it, but you can ask specific questions to help return the body to balance. And you can do it using your own body. Some people use pendulums. There, there are a lot of, um, there's no one right way. There are a lot of different ways to get answers, but that's how I work in my practice. Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's good to know. So it's, um, you know, essentially you're talking, did you use a pendulum then for the, the oils initially or how did you do that? Well, I'll be really honest. What I do is I, um, I use my body. And so like, even for example, if I'm at a supermarket and I'm trying to figure out, um, I go in and out with dairy and coffee. And so I'll put my hand on it and I'll ask, can I have this? And if I can, my body kind of leans forward. And if I can't, my body kind of leans back. And that's just a really good guide for me. I'm, I'm sure everyone has that potential to do that. You know, now that you know, you can start asking questions all the time, but that's how I test. And if I have like a big box or a row of things, what I tend to do is put my hand on, um, first of all, I ask, you know, is there anything in this box that will help me? And the answer was a really strong yes. And so that I got kind of excited, like, oh, yay, maybe mm-hmm. this is my answer. And then I just test by row. Is it this row? And I either get a yes or a no, and I narrow it down from there. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Got it. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that for everybody listening. So No, I, I, I appreciate it. And I, I really do think that um, – I genuinely believe that everyone has gifts and potential and intuition and that it's just remembering how to unlock them. And so I, if that's something that your listeners can benefit from, I hope that helps them. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So, so you had this big box and you wanted to test it for your adrenals. And I, I usually get one or two and then I usually narrow it down from there. And I got five, remedies, five oils that presented as being helpful for my adrenals. And that confused me for a moment. And then I had this idea. I don't don't know if you remember the movie, the matrix where they kind Mm -hmm. of insert the disc in his brain and suddenly he knows jujitsu. Like that's how ideas come to me. Suddenly I just know something and I thought, Oh, I'm supposed to combine them. That's what it is. So I grabbed the oils, actually got off the couch, which was an accomplishment at that point, and came into the kitchen, and um, I'd never done this before, so I grabbed a shot glass, and then I used the same technique. I would put my hand on the bottle to figure out how many drops, so if I leaned forward like three times, that was three drops. It was completely intuitive, but I was so um, lacking, you know, I was so desperate that I was like, I'll just try this, and I created this blend and I applied it on my adrenals, which are on the low back. And I really, it was quite immediate. I felt like me for the first time um, in weeks. And the, the way that presented in me, I'm, I'm a lifelong runner. Usually if I'm upset or something's bothering me, if I go for a long run, I feel better. Like that's kind of what I've relied on my whole life. And when I was in this kind of despondent state, even the idea of running felt like too much. And I put it on my low back and my first thought was, oh my God, I could go running. <laughs> and I mm. hadn't wanted to do that in a while. And so I, I went with it and went for a run. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I can take a shower, which, you know, when you're in a depressed state, even even things that are like easy, like taking a shower can feel like a lot. And that day was my best day in weeks. I, I got so much done. I was actually kind of in a good mood, like I was used to being in. 
And it, it was really powerful because I thought, gosh, I had no, you know, I didn't even know what oils were. I had no idea you could do this, but these seem to be remedies that I can make. So I made several of them. Like every time I was like, oh, I'm having insomnia in the middle of the night, I'd go downstairs and make a blend and it worked. Or, you know, I, um, I'm a yoga practitioner. I try to do yoga. I run and I do yoga. I kind of um, alternate the two, but I knew that uh, the vagus nerve is really important to your health. And when um, you're in chronic periods of stress, it can kind of uh, put you in that fight or flight state and lock you in there. And so I created a blend to address that. I just kind of kept making things up. And um, my my biggest, it's so weird, but I didn't want to answer the phone or return phone calls that felt like too much when I was going through this. And so when I finally, I knew I was better when I was able to return all these phone calls and all these people, you know, are, they're so kind and so well-intended, but they all want to like take you out to lunch. And I still was having a little bit of overwhelm. So I thought, well, I know I'll, I'll just make it a big lunch. We'll just have everyone <laughs> in the same place. And um, everyone there was really interested in how the oil worked and they wanted to test it. And I thought, oh, okay, I can do that. So I made little samples for everyone. And to my surprise, I, I didn't even think about it. I just was like, well, it's so nice. They've been so sweet. And, you know, they would bring meals and help me with the kids. And so anyway, it, it worked very well for pretty much everyone. And they suggested, um, this was in 2013, and the Nutritional Therapy Conference was coming up, and they said, why don't you just get a booth and try it there? It's like it was $200 or something at the time to be a vendor. And I did. And, you know, when you're depressed and kind of low, it's nice to have something to look forward to and something to kind of work towards. And so that was really, um, it, it was a very good choice for me just, you know, for that one piece alone and I had no expectations beyond it and I showed up and everyone had such a positive reaction to the idea of oils organized by organ system or region of the brain you know blends and so it just kind of grew from there it, it was a very um, spontaneous kind of not it, it wasn't like I was looking for a business it just kind of you know I think I love that expression that um, crisis precedes transformation. You know, I, I was in the middle of a crisis and suddenly this amazing healing remedy kind of presented itself. And when I realized how powerfully it helped me and how I would love to help other people kind of avoid that rock bottom, I mean, sometimes rock bottoms are beneficial, but it's really not fun when you're there and you kind of want some tools to get out of it. So that was where it started. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I believe I met you at the Nutritional Therapy Conference in 2014. That might have been our first connection because I was one of the presenters. And I remember your booth specifically because everything was blue and it's vibrant blue oils. <laughs> and I remember being very drawn to what you had going on. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't realize it was even that recent ago that you started to put these oils together. And you know, experiencing them yourself and then trying them out with other people. You know, it, it's so hard sometimes to make sense of all the essential oil stuff out there. I think that, you know, I'm no expert in that whole field, but I'm just noticing so much of it cropping up. So it's almost like, yes. how do you know where to go with essential oils and yes. all the different marketing strategies? And then you have your blends. And so your blends seem to be very different than some of the other things that are out there. 
Yeah, and that was really, I really don't believe in reinventing the wheel. I feel like if someone's doing something well, there's, you know, and, and there are, and it, it's funny, we launched in 2013, and in the past five years, um, the essential oil industry has exploded, and there's a lot of marketing that I would kind of categorize as, as fear-based marketing, this idea that, you know, we're the only good ones, and everyone else isn't as good as you can hurt yourself, and I, I just don't ascribe to any of that. I, I really believe that everyone here on the planet that's trying to help people is doing it, you know, from a positive place and good intention, and so... And I, and I also really want to empower people to trust their own intuition. There are a lot of good companies and they sell a lot of high quality products. What I do differently is I realized kind of the alchemy of, you know, one plus one doesn't equal two. This idea that when you take two different oils and combine them, you can create something very different than what, you know, just frankincense or chamomile or lavenders. They're all great, but you can actually um, use the blending process and the, the alchemy of that to put different organ systems and regions of the brain in balance, which is what I really, when I look at, um, you know, when people come to me with a list of symptoms, what I'm always trying to do is figure out what's the underlying imbalance that needs to be corrected so that these symptoms kind of sort themselves out. And that's really the lens through which I've formulated these blends. Mm-hmm. So do you think that they that essentially what you did is you cracked a code in a way of keying into these different body systems with yes. different blends of oils and that those are all knowing all you know all encompassing for many people and they're not going to be changing so your parasympathetic oil is that always going to be keyed into the harmonic That's resonance of the parasympathetic nervous system that's, or that's does an it amazing change? question it changes all the time and we recalibrate all the time and same with colors i don't know that it's i think it's more fluid like code kind of implies it's like locked and set and secure and never yes. altering i think that we're and and i revisit the formulas frequently and try to up level them because I, especially at this time on the planet i think we're all evolving and expanding and changing and so you constantly need to recalibrate to keep up i agree I, I, I definitely have noticed that. Um, so what are some of the ones that, um, tell us about some of the oils that you have. So go, uh, go through like hypothalamus, you know, just some of the, the top ones that seem to draw most people, or at least when you're working with people, these seem to be kind of the go-to ones. Yeah, the, the one that seems to, I mean, it's, it's, that's a great question. And one of the challenges, you know, obviously as you do this longer and longer, you get more experienced. And I started off from a standpoint of very bio-individuality, like no one's exactly the same. And it's kind of, how do you divide the pie or the, the puzzle being the body? And um, there's this amazing researcher out of Dallas, his name is Jerry Tennant. And he, it's his principle, uh, um, which I kind of follow for creating the blends, this idea of um, that there's a blueprint kind of in nature. You know, and this, I think color speaks to this and smell and oils and this idea that we all kind of have a blueprint. And he really looks at the different chakras, which I, I believe works. But I also, you know, when you look at the, um, the third chakra, the sacral chakra, there are a lot of organs associated with it. So I tried to slice it even thinner. Um, but one of the things that where I'm going with this is that I used to think I, I used to spend a lot of time with people and try to really get to their own personal levels. But I have to say, after doing this for five years, almost every single person that I encounter is um, stress is their problem. And the reason stress can be a problem is because 
the nervous system, when it's in a state of stress, it's in a survival state. And when you're in a survival state, your body responds um, doing things that are beneficial to survival, right? Like pumping blood to the extremities and away from the digestive system, um, raising your heart rate, raising you know your respiratory rate, all these things um, kind of uh, allowing more blood sugar into the system, things that help you survive that emergency, you know, run from that saber-toothed tiger. But then we're only supposed to be in that survival rate for a short period to escape the danger. And then we drop back into what's called our parasympathetic rest, digest, and heal rate state where, you know, the blood is routed towards the digestive organs. So you can digest, absorb, and assimilate your nutrients. Um, your system calms down, your immune system turns on, inflammation turns on so that it can heal. And so most people are really, they're more stressed than they need to be. And, you know, part of it is, toxins in the environment like um, Wi-Fi can really mess up our nervous system. But this is just one simple thing. It's not, if it was just food or just removing gluten, everyone would be healthy, right? So it's these blind spots and these added tricks. So we have this oil, which is designed to stimulate um, the vagus nerve, which is a really important cranial nerve. It's cranial nerve number 10. It starts at the very back of the head and winds around on both sides behind the earlobe on that mastoid bone, and that's where it's most accessible to the surface of the body. And then it winds through the heart, the lungs, every organ of digestion and detoxification, and it's sending signals. They're actually two-way signals, so both from the brain to the body and then from the body back to the brain. But if it's kind of stuck in that stress state, it's not really sending those signals. And so the way to kind of almost if you think of switching tracks on a railway car, the way to kind of switch it into that parasympathetic state where all healing occurs is to stimulate it. And you can do that a number of ways. Um, there are actually pacemaker like devices that are implanted there for stimulation. Datis Karazian recommends like gargling or um, using a tongue depressor and kind of gagging yourself or freezing water there, yoga deep breathing. There, there are many ways to get there, but one way is to apply a stimulatory oil. We use clove and we combine it with lime, which has the smallest molecules. So again, remember, blends are different than single oils. They kind of amplify the different benefits and take on a life of their own. So you can apply a very small amount behind the earlobe on the mastoid bone. Like if you feel behind your earlobe, you can feel that bone. And that just helps you switch into the parasympathetic state. And that's something that I, I can say universally seems to help everyone. And does it help in the immediacy? So let's yeah. imagine I apply it now. Is it going to work like right now or yes. does it take really? And it's because of the yeah. absorptive properties and the fact that these are small molecules so that they get rapidly absorbed. But then how do the oils interact with the actual nerve? What's the relationship there? That's a great question. I have to think about that for a minute. Um, I think what they're doing is it's kind of like, an, you know, it's stimulatory and we're all like electrical impulses. You know, oils are energetic, colors are energetic. I, the way I would explain it, and I'm sure a doctor would use different words, but it's almost like if you think of the pacemaker-like device, it's sending a signal to that nerve and it's like turning on a light switch. I think oils do the same thing, especially... You know, oils are interesting because they're hybrids. They they work on physical levels, right? You know, like um, 
fennel and ginger, the herbs are good for digestion. The same oils are good for digestion, but then they also have this energetic component that we see in colors and energy medicine and acupuncture. So they're kind of coming at it from several angles, but I, I guess the way I would say it is, you know, stimulatory or <clears throat> hot oils, you know, almost work on the same level as electricity. You know, hmm. like some of the oil, don't you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like that idea of the the signal, right? And so even looking at cell signaling in science, you know, it's plausible that a lot of these things are going to get in and start reducing inflammation, change insulin signaling, change up stress response. I mean, just based on the cells that are in that immediacy of that nerve. Well, there, there's also the theory that they clean the cell receptors so that the natural signals can transfer. So it's not necessarily like they're adding something. They're just, it's almost like detoxing, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like you're adding things. You're just removing the garbage so that the body can communicate the way it's supposed to. Good. So that's your parasympathetic oil. And then how often do you have people apply it? Is it regular? Let's just say somebody's chronically stressed, adrenally fatigued. Are they applying it throughout the day, like three times a day? Is there a set formula for it? Or is it just when you're most feeling the symptoms of the stress? That's a great question too. And, and that one I struggle with. It's kind of like how much salt do you add to your soup? I think it's mm -hmm. a matter of preference. What I say is minimum of three times a day, ideally before meals. But people tend to, um, you know, when I was in my darkest hour of my darkest days, I would say I was probably applying it like every 20 minutes. I mean, when you really need it and it's kind of that lifeline, um, it's it's great. And even smelling helps. In fact, uh, I one of my symptoms was I would get um, panic attacks. And smelling it, especially through the left nostril, because when you're having that anxiety moment, it can be that the right frontal part of your brain is overactive. So the way to balance that is to stimulate the left frontal part. And so just smelling, it goes directly there. Like there's a reason with anesthesia that they um, administer it through the olfactory channel because it goes directly into the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's kind of the obvious, right? The, the yeah. smell of these oils and having certain brain effects from that and then the absorption too. Talk about, so that's great because I, I mean, we both know that people struggle a lot with stress. You know, it's something that I'm constantly <laughs> working with. It's a dynamic in my life of keeping that balance. Talk about your histamine essential oil. That's another one that I remember getting from you and you know, just in terms of what's in it, it's a very interesting looking oil. Yeah. It's, I mean, just, I mean, methylation is such a buzzword these days in functional medicine and other circles that, you know, and methylation is directly tied into histamine metabolism. So, and, and so many people have many food immune reactions and different allergies. So what could they do with that histamine oil? Talk about that, how you formulated that. And if you can apply that to food intolerances a bit. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. We actually, um, I now know that my, my son was having crazy allergy attacks that were so noisy that they would wake me up in the middle of the night. And it turned out the culprit was, um, we had a front load washing machine that was totally moldy. Mm. So every time I was washing his clothes, I was bathing him in mold. And, you know, when he was sleeping in moldy sheets, it would trigger it. So once we figured that out and um, replaced our front load washer, it kind of has dissipated. But at this time, he was having such an intense allergic reaction that it woke me up. And you know when you're sometimes in that half-dream, half-awake state, you kind of get these ideas. I call them downloads. But 
I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she's so noisy. And then I thought, wait a minute, I can, I can fix that. And I was half asleep and I went down to my office and seriously in the dark, just muscle tested different oils, pulled them out, then kind of went in the, uh, turned on the light and wrote down what they were and made something and went upstairs and applied it just again, intuitively back of his neck, right behind his ears, bottom of his feet. And then I did the same thing for myself and he stopped you know, kind of his system calmed down. We both went back to sleep in the morning. You know, it's like that one of those moments, like, was that, the, did I make that up? Was I dreaming or did that really happen? And I found my notes and I started researching it. And the oil that is most prominent in that is blue tansy, which is kind of this amazing modulating oil. It's actually really expensive. You really only want to buy it from Morocco and it's hard to get. And you really, it's, it's a whole timing mechanism to get a, a good amount at the right time. But what I think it does is it modulates the system. So it's not, it's it's more like a temporary fix. You know, it's putting you back in balance and helping your system deal with the allergen, which, you know, triggers the release of histamine. And then, you know, it's kind of like mucus coming from everywhere and, and fluid. Um, and what's interesting to me about histamine is, you know, we all talk about antihistamine, like it's a bad thing, like we need to get rid of it. And histamine has some really good qualities. It helps with brain function. It, it plays an important role. So mm -hmm. I guess I don't see this as preventative. Like if you're traveling and you wind up in a moldy hotel, it will help you get through that stay. If you're eating, you know, if you eat something that triggers a histamine response, it will help you get through that histamine response. It's more of symptom support than necessarily addressing the underlying issue because the underlying issue is often toxins in the environment that need to be removed. Yeah, and I wonder if most people would put it together with mold. You know, if, um, if they knew that that's what they needed just through travel or even something in their house, most times, like you said, it's like detective work. It's like, how do we find out what's at the root of this so we can remove the offender? Yes. So it's nice to know that at least we have something to help with symptoms like this oil, like blue tansy yeah. in the interim so that we can yeah. help to figure it out a bit. Well, and it definitely helps with symptoms, like especially in a mold, um, really gets into the sinuses. So even when you remove the root cause, you have to spend some time uh, cleaning up the body. And so it helps to modulate that. It's, it's great for symptom support. Will it, if you're in a moldy environment, um, will it fix everything? No. You know, it's like mm -hmm. if, if you're pouring gasoline on the fire and, you know, spraying it at the same time, is it going to go out? No, you have to kind of remove the trigger and focus on the solution. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Joni, what's your book about? So tour us through that a little bit here in terms of just what, tell us the name of the book and um, what you wrote about specifically and how that's going to help people. Oh, great. It's called Healing with Essential Oils. And basically, you know, it's funny that the part of the story that I missed is that after I felt better, I went and started researching everything about essential oils, expecting that somebody was already doing what I was doing. And I was slightly shocked about two things. First, that they make it so complicated. Like, honestly, if I had the brain function to Google, I don't think I ever would have tried it because I would have thought, oh my gosh, I'm completely unqualified. I need to know all these things first. And second of all, people really aren't looking through, looking at oils through the same lens that I am of kind of balancing the underlying foundations. And so the book was really designed, I'm sure that in your practice, you have the same conversation over and over with people trying to help people you know, first understand kind of what oils are and how they work. And second of all, um, what the underlying 
issues are that they want to look at and what symptoms they might see there. And so this was designed for both. I kept, I, I swear, I have probably over 100 essential oil books. I kept buying oil books and thinking like, oh, somebody must see it the way I did and like explains it well. And finally, uh, I think it was my daughter actually. I was like, I don't understand. No one like has written this book. And she said, well, maybe that's because you need to write it. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh, you know, out of the mouths of babes. But um, so it's designed to kind of give a sense of how oils work and why I think they work, you know, getting a little nerdy with the science and then how I think you can use them, whether you are already affiliated with a company that you love and you just want to make your own blends, but think about it slightly differently. So looking at the different organ systems and the main issues are sleep. I think if you're not sleeping, it's very hard to heal. Stress, digestion, detoxification is huge, inflammation, uh, and blood sugar and just trying to figure out what is, what's the issue that's, you know, the most prevalent and derailing me and how can I use oils in combination with diet and lifestyle changes to help return the body to balance. That's wonderful. I really like how you've thought about oils. It's really getting at the root cause rather than, you know, it, it, you're anchoring it into something incredibly solid and it just it feels right. You know, this is functional medicine talks about this. Um, nutritional therapy talks about this. So it's, it's just lovely to see that you've made that, that bridge between two things, you know, essential oils and really looking at root based symptoms and conditions. Jody, how can people contact you, find you? Do you do clinical consultations with people and assess which oils they need? Can you tell us just a little bit about just how you put yourself out there into the world? Um, the easiest way to find me is through my website. It's uh, Vibrant, V-I-B-R-A-N-T, blue, like the color, and oils.com. And you can email me at um, info at Vibrant Blue Oils with any questions. And um, we're doing a lot of online classes. You know, this is the challenge of how do you help as many people as possible and make yourself as accessible as possible? Because, you know, both of our rates are expensive and that's not necessarily accessible to a lot of people. So I have a lot of things that are completely free. Um, I have a free newsletter every week. I have free checklists. You can just engage on that level if you're comfortable. You can try an oil, or we have some classes where we get um, into a lot more detail about the body and oils and how you can use them to really bring yourself back to balance and back to health. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much. This has been a very enlightening enlightening conversation on many levels. Oh, and thank again, you. What I appreciate about you is really bridging the physical and the energetic. And I, I really do think that that's what's happening in the 21st century. We're doing more of that. And, and you're one of the pioneers in that area. So thanks so much, Jody. Oh, thank you. As are you. 